Welcome to a brand new episode of the Hangout Podcast. This is your host, Juan Hernandez. Thank you guys for tuning in to a new episode. On this week's show, I have a returning guest, my very good friend, Mark Slaughter. Welcome back to the show, Mark. Hello. It's been how many months now? Four? Something? About four. Yeah, wow. Yeah. I've been kind of slacking off with these. I've been doing a lot of solo shows. (laughs) So, and as far as bringing guests back, it's been kind of difficult as of late because kind of easing into what I'm going to talk about the last time we were here seemed like things were kind of back to normal right sure enough we're back here things are not back to normal yet again it's like almost last year we're reliving last year all over again right especially I mean with our work situation too and man it's I mean there's there's some differences I guess but for the overall and and how we pretty much operate it's so you did you did they send you guys back to work from home or yeah we're well we're back to all but one day of the week so uh my day of the week that i have to be in the office is friday (laughs) wow you know so it's the same as us then because i'm only going in wednesdays and the third friday of the month that we rotate so oh yeah there you go rotate yeah but yeah back to same old same old from a while ago it's really and we're not going to sit here and get into oh you know the pot because i think it's just all bullshit the whole political angle of this and it's like dude just follow the science and if you don't want to follow the science then just keep moving on like just do your own <laughs> thing because it, it's, it's ridiculous that People would rather listen to non-scientists and, you know, people that are not in the medical field and go on and what is this, what is this new thing that they're taking now? This Oh, the uh, tranquilizer thing? Yeah, it's not even regulated by the FDA and it's like, okay, so you're taking stuff that yeah, just, it's like, okay, get off the internet and go to an actual clinic or a hospital if you can because... They're all overwhelmed these days. Yeah, I'm, I'm, well, some more than others, especially where we're at, uh, has gotten pretty crazy. Yeah, uh, the medical center once, and it's still held as one of the biggest in the in the nation. It's just, it's not what it used to be because, I mean, even before the pandemic, I was going to the medical center for checkups and stuff, and after that, it's just been completely completely different completely well, different here is just such a paradox like having one of the most renowned medical centers in the world and still being overwhelmed here and even then they're they're taking over this area so not even the medical center anymore uh, they have that new two or three new whole buildings here in this area right right where we're at um, undisclosed location by the way uh right right in, in midtown Let's just say undisclosed location. How's that undisclosed? You just disclosed it. I think uh, we, we I think we always give too much information about where we're actually at. <laughs> how big is Midtown actually? It's not even that big. No, it's a couple well, yeah, it's I guess to drive from one side to the other is probably five minutes. Yeah, because from where <laughs> I'm coming from, like the farmers market around here, that's already the heights area, so it's not even that big. But anyway, yeah, it's real. It could be tiny. anywhere in the in the. It could be like right on the edge over here, <laughs> close to downtown. So who really knows? And you just outed me again. It is <laughs> close to downtown or on the other side. Hmm. 
Anywho. It's it's both of those things. It, it's both of them, but I mean, this is a lot of crazy stuff has happened since then, and oh, yeah. I really, I don't know about you, but I really just try to navigate this how I kind of was navigating this before. Lately, I've been in a huge rut regarding the podcast and other things, mm-hmm. which in turn, in about maybe, we're already close to September anyways, maybe right. about a good month or so and a half, um... I'm revamping this whole thing. This, as far as me is concerned, it's everything's being revamped. Oh, the podcast, and I got a few things lined up going on. I'm not gonna quit my job. That's not. That's not <laughs> ideal. Not yet. Not, not yet. yet. So that's still happening. I'm. Pu- I'm still 100% into what I do. So, I don't know, man. Lately, it's just been. I kind of just navigate my way around it. You know. Then you have stuff popping up like what's going on in afghanistan right now and oh yeah it's like just one thing after another and i don't want to say i don't pay attention to it because i'm aware of what's going on i don't like to be ignorant either right i know what's going on and i'm just not going to comment on it like what do you want to hear because if i do i'm going to piss a lot of people off it's so easy to like because i try to i try to uh keep posted on a bunch of stuff and like current events yeah but you know after uh it's been what a little bit over a year and a half at this point and someone someone uh kind of because i used to be all about it like read everything just obsess over what's going on and someone told me it's like i yeah i just i just don't even listen to half of it (laughs) anymore and it's been so much easier on me because now i'm you know focusing on some other things a little less distracted and i get it um because i felt like that too for a good while of I wasn't doing some of the things that I felt like I just wanted to do because there was so much like new stuff going on and you're home all day. So that's what you do instead of going out and participating in some of the things you used to do is just consume media 24 seven. So even, I guess that's the difference from like my perspective at this time is, you know, I'm still not going out like I used to, but I'm also not worrying myself so much by getting distracted by all those little things that, you know, oh, see, here's the thing. I've been to three concerts since the last time we spoke, and they're all pretty much consecutive, like back-to-back. Oh, yeah. And three different venues, of course. The first one was at Warehouse Live, which I love going to. That's an indoor indoor club type of setting. Right. So, of course, people are not packed in, but, you know, you're there. Uh, the second arena was Arena Theater. That's more mm-hmm. open. Uh, you have more of a theater in the round type of thing, seating. Not that many people. And, of course, the third one being the Woodlands Pavilion. Right. That's a whole different story. But it's outdoors. What I'm trying to get at here is I, I see these, and I follow the music news mm-hmm. daily. And of course, the last thing I don't know if I, I don't think I sent you this. I don't know if you know if you saw it, but the lead mm. singer from Kiss tested positive for COVID. Oh, uh, <laughs> I saw that somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. So weren't they on tour? They had just resumed resumed touring. Dude, this is the like oh. the weirdest thing ever because you know how they have meet and greets for bands and stuff like right. that. They kept doing these meet and greets, but they had plexiglass. <laughs> in between them and the fans so you would only not pay a thousand dollars to go meet them but you're 
basically standing in front of plexiglass and they're behind you. How fun is that? Well, uh, that, that brings up a strange question, you know, because uh, whenever it comes to like meeting celebrities, musicians, whatever, mm -hmm. I always thought that too, um, is how close can you get? So does, now that these like little safety precautions like the plexiglass happen. And they're fully vaccinated, so you still, you're still catching cold. So it's almost like the whole thing, the way they're spinning things is almost like, look, let's admit to the fact that you can still catch this virus even after being vaccinated. The whole point of the vaccine is for you not to end up in a, in a life or death scenario. Right. It, I don't know why people are, people are so confused and so ignorant about this stuff. It's like, it's not the cure for this. It's much like a flu vaccine or, or like an HPV vaccine. If you've gotten a vaccine, because I've gotten like every vaccine in the world <laughs> under the sun. And it's not to say I'm not ever going to catch it. I can catch it. I mean, I still get sick, but you don't, you know, you're not going to, you don't, you never heard me like, oh, I have to go to the hospital or, or I have to go to urgent care. Right. Whatever. I'll go to the clinic, but I, you can usually tough things out like that. Well, here's a, this is oddly enough a conversation I had uh, with with my, uh, my supervisor. COVID actually, episode that I didn't want to do, but man, whatever. Let's, it's every time it, it's, I'm every time I'm on the air. <laughs> well, we've only been on once this year, right? So uh, yeah, but but there were like two last year. <laughs> yeah, and even then, it was almost like we didn't know what was gonna happen. Yeah, I feel like mine were specifically labeled, if I remember right. But um, we're in the middle of it, so. Yeah, Whatever. and so I, I was talking to uh, my supervisor the other day because I have this like thing that I always tell people, right? Uh, so even when I first started work, you know, you, like even back at the facility we used to work at together, uh, you know, like getting colds and getting the flu, right? I used to always say like, I don't tell, I don't shake hands, right, with with random strangers because I've had so many, I've had so many like people in my caseload who have a cold or a flu and I hate being sick. So like I take all those little precautions regardless. And she was like, are you serious? Do you literally tell people, no, I don't shake hands when they try? And I say, yes. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense now. You're way ahead of the curve. I don't, I don't even want a runny nose. All right. <laughs> so no, dude, I got shingles when I was working down there. Mm. Probably the worst thing I've ever gotten. That's the only thing I got. I was, Brutal. Oh yeah, I remember that okay. was a that was a thing. <laughs> Brutal man, just I was in Austin that weekend and I just could not have any fun because I'm dealing with this these this sharp pain and I had oh, to go I... back to the hotel room because I just couldn't do it. I couldn't even walk like without feeling it because my shirt was brushing against my skin and it, it's just unbearable pain. I think it's worse than kidney stone pain. Oh no way. Yeah, because it's like a million little sharp things just, and eventually huh. it just went away on its own. But man, going back to, I, mean, I just kind of ventured off <laughs> away from what I was talking about. But these shows, people talk about, yeah, they're going to start uh, mandating them, uh, for people to wear masks at concerts and proof of vaccination and oh, yeah, negative right. testing and you can do everything under the sun at the end of the day there's always going to be a small loophole in there somewhere because if they're requiring you to test negative 72 hours prior what if you catch covid like literally the day before the show and you've already tested so it just it's like 
Well, and here's the thing too is I guess uh, that makes sense. The it, so they have a 72 hour requirement to that you have to have proof uh, before you show up. They're like 70, but the, you would so even to get the results, you would have to test what a whole well weekish before you go and that's a whole lot of unknowns between when you actually test get the results and then show up right wow that's pretty my whole stance on this has always been you know i've been like i said i've been to three concerts already mm-hmm. both in the small club setting and the big outdoor amphitheater setting at some point you know, once this is, and honestly, I would give it until 2022. I would just wait if I was an artist. Um, you just got to live your life, man, at this point. You know, if you're seeing people like Paul Stanley taking every precaution under the sun and uh, pro-vaccination, pro-mask, plexiglass, and you still catch <laughs> it, like, it's just, you're just going to have to live your life at some point And eventually we're all going to catch this one way or another, where it's a mild form or, you know, we just have to move on, man. Like you just I, can't, a full lockdown is not going to happen. It's just, we've already been through that. It's impossible for that to happen again. Especially just depending on where you live. Uh, I mean, here there's, there's no way in no, the, the in climate a, that a big city like Houston, it's just damn near, I can't say that everybody has the same luxury of working from home like we do because we just don't. Right. We just don't. You got people working construction. You got people working in the hospital. How are you going to work from home being a nurse? Like, it's just, it doesn't happen. Which is brutal. I feel so bad. That's, that's been, um, that's why I tell people, man, just make sure you take your vitamins. Make sure you're healthy because you do not want to end up in the hospital at this time. I it's not. just, it's not the place to be right now. And, Sure enough, you got plenty of other shit going on in the world that's just like, you know, and then people go online and you, you know how social media war, keyboard warriors are uh, yeah. talking. <laughs> all of a sudden, they go from being uh, medical experts to political experts. It's like, what? Yeah. Like, since when did you care about what's going on over there? And, uh, it's just, it don't make sense. I, I read some of the, because I, I have a nurse uh, on my, that I know, um, I guess, wow, weird phrasing. I know a nurse. I have um, a nurse. Like, whoa. <laughs> wow. Where can grammar. I get, where can I, where can I get <laughs> said nurse? I need one. Grammar. Um, but I know a nurse, and, like, I see that she's constantly, like, how, kind of how we felt, I guess, sometimes when we, you know, you don't want to be at work, you're tired, but then, surprise, you get a whole extra shift on top of it. And, you know, I used to do those, like, 16-hour shift go home heck yeah just enough time to get maybe five hours of sleep four to five yeah you go right back and man and oh you can come in late i'm like and lose what i what i just did the hours that i just made hell no yeah i i I feel like i remember not getting an option a lot of times um you just had to do it yeah especially you know um because like back in the facility my i was telling someone else this the other day because they didn't know what it was like, even like the people that we work with don't know what the facilities are like. So I used to explain like, yeah, on Wednesdays, right? I'd work two to 10, but it was a mandatory stay over day. And so at the end of my shift at 10. Usually was your Monday, right? Yeah, yeah, your which, first day of the week. Which yours, what was yours? Wednesday was my first day. Ooh, yeah. I had, at first I had Tuesdays. 
that was always a guaranteed because it was Tuesday, and then it switched over to Sundays. That was also a guarantee. But see, Wednesdays was my first thing, right? And that was also the major cleanup day. Oh, uh, God. And so when I had to, you know, I had uh, my two-person-sized unit. Oh, yeah. Uh, which I would sometimes be by myself. Mm -hmm. But Oh, I had, I had it too, but on the other end. <laughs> but I would start the day uh, coming in, you know, then coming after school, and we have to clean. And so all these chemicals and... Uh, you know how, remember some of the chemicals that we use to clean up? You shouldn't mix them because they become toxic. And then you realize that. Or shouldn't be using. <laughs> Dude, we used to we used to pour like, we. I think you would only tell us like what, like capful or something? Yeah. You'd be pouring that bitch down. The pine on pine, pine, and, on pine and bleach <laughs> in, a, in a laundry bucket. Yeah, that was, that's just not a good idea if you've ever been to high school and. You went through chemistry. It's not a, not a good idea to mix that stuff. So that's what I always kind of think back to is, man, that, that's what it would, we would deal with is someone trying to create that combination. Then Or try to drink the stuff. Man. Oh, yeah. And then, Come on. And then, so you show up to work, and then you, you got to worry about noxious fumes, uh, toxic fumes, then kids that are sick, and all the other chaos skipping ahead. But then at the end of the shift at 10, right, you get told, hey, surprise. Um, like three people called in or something. You're the only one on the list to stay oh, over that's like, actually oh, here. <laughs> so you're staying, and you do a whole another eight hours of that. And, you know, you go home that couple hours. You come back, and especially when, when I was much younger and had just started, I was trying to, like, get all those hours I could, right? I'm a good worker. I'm going to do it. And I, Man, I exposed myself to like being sick so much and so tired yeah. and yep. worn out, and that's why I feel like all the nurses that have to deal with this stuff and show and, up. But and we never had time to eat, dude. That's why nowadays I feel like we're I'm spoiled in where I'm at because, dude, I, I have like literally two minutes to eat. I have to wolf my food down. I can't even enjoy it. You know, and I guess it's just a trivial thing, but. When you're in it, and sometimes I wouldn't even eat. Like, I just didn't yeah, have time to, because, yeah. let's face it, you're literally in charge of the dorm. You know, you can't just, at times it's two of y'all, but even then, sometimes you have to take charge. You yeah. can't just put it on all on the other person, too. Um, just for the sake of keeping everything under control. <laughs> and sometimes you have to just, you have to do that, and... With us, there was always a schedule that we followed, so there was no way we would deviate from that schedule. Mm -hmm. To this day, I'm like that with a lot of these cases. I'm just like, I can't deviate from the rules and the expectations of this, pro whatever program it is that I'm doing. And I give people a hard time, and I honestly, dude, it works. And that, that, brings, up works. A, that brings up a question. Do, do the nurses and, and doctors that are working constantly through... Do they even have two seconds to eat either? And if they do, do they just eat what's there at the hospital, right? Because uh, I used to feel like that way too. I didn't have time to exit where I'm at. And we were, we were banned from eating food from outside. And yeah. so, yeah, yeah, so we couldn't bring our own stuff to eat and we couldn't leave the dorm. And so and the they, only... They used to, even before we both got there, they used to make some badass food from what I used to hear. Oh, yeah, they did. I, I used to eat it every day. Mm. I, I would sit there because I never got... I never took breaks. Mm -hmm. um, because yeah, it, 
in my two person unit, I was always the primary, right? So I told the other person they could go take break, sit in the, the break room, eat their lunch or, or dinner from, or breakfast from outside. And I'm like, I'll eat basically anything here. And some of that stuff actually was pretty good. The, um, the burritos were good. The breakfast was good. Uh, when it- Barbecue sandwiches. Oh my God. <laughs> I well, think after that, I, I, I had to stop because I, I didn't get food poisoning, but it was pretty bad. And oh, I just had to stop. That's why I never ate the corn dogs um, because they were a lot of times green. Oh, <laughs> God. Yeah, that place was not very sanitary to say the least. But, hey, we made it, we made it work. So we try to keep it as clean as we could. It's kind of hard, though, with an old building like that. I just feel it it feels so far removed because it's been how long I haven't been there I haven't worked there in six years now I think it's been three for me man I know time right. flies <laughs> I was last back there last month I think oh wow or in that area oh, uh, okay. was it last month or two months ago it may have been Last month, maybe I was at that at the Bolt House. My dad's cousin was playing with a jazz band, and I had that passed through where we used to work at. Oh wait, was that the time that you told me that you were going to be in the area? Yeah, yeah, I was. Oh, I was wow, down yeah, there. Yeah, wow. okay. I was there for a good maybe till about ten at night, and I came back, and they had the bright idea of shutting down forty five on the way back <laughs> for construction. So I had to wait in traffic for a little bit, but that's normal occurrence here. But Dude, this guy still ended up catching COVID, even after all those precautions, which just leads me to believe that I think as far as touring goes and all that, it's it's going to be a hit or miss with these things. And my whole thing is, because even on top, like adding to that too, because um, I have a, like uh, an uncle of mine, uh, like we always, we, we check in, he doesn't live here, but... Uh, we check in every now and then, and we we always like talking about you know our passion, travel, right? And you know that's something that we always consider. So it kind of wraps into all these these musicians and wanting the touring too. Is you know just anytime you get on a flight anywhere and dealing with that whole situation, and maybe like the bigger musicians and everything, they they have private jets and all that, right? Um, but maybe like smaller. Uh, bands and all that that have the ability to travel for venues and just like it's a double edge there is you have to deal so those smaller ones have to deal with getting on a an economy flight right <laughs> to go play uh, in a different city at a venue which who knows if that city has things shut down now or the ones that don't have things shut down at all it's it's such wow it's such a gray area to it and I was reading somebody from this band mm-hmm. that I went to go see last Sunday, and he was going off about JetBlue on Twitter because <laughs> apparently it was like a bad experience or something. And and like you said, they're you know they're not they're not Megadeth. Megadeth has that luxury to you know get the top of the top tier stuff. You know right, they can fly yeah. first class, or they might even have their own plane like Kiss. They can just fly in and do the gig. Um, stay at a hotel a lot of these guys don't 
majority of them do not and yeah because there's because if it was me right uh my mind would be if you're getting a little bit of popularity right you still take those cheap flights and try to spread um your notoriety i guess as, as a band and yeah that's your option you get and yeah well you have to do that at the beginning because you see all these bands that started out at the beginning they were you know riding around in cars and vans buses and they didn't really make it big until you know it takes a it takes a good couple albums to and who knows you might not even make it big if that's what you're looking for and see, I travel, when I travel, I travel on budget, so I know, like, how, how these places are. And it's been, even then, it's just been such a process to, like... Even, Where's my caviar? Damn it. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's some of these budget airlines, I don't know if you've seen some of the other news articles about random people, but some of these budget airlines are having issues with, because they have to, inf- like, a lot of them are enforcing mask mandates, right? And... I've actually ta- I did take one flight in I was uh, just going to ask if you if you've been tra- have you traveled if you traveled to damn I said that three times if you've traveled during the pandemic I did um April uh so several months ago when after I was vaccinated um and when New York cuz I went to New York City and that was after they lifted a bunch of the restrictions uh as far as at least the if you fly here uh, or come from outside the city, there was no longer that two-week mandatory mm-hmm. uh, quarantine. This was uh, when Cuomo was still in office. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to bring it up. But wow, yeah, that was that's crazy. Dude. Even that, when that I was, was a whole downfall, that was just you know. The, even then, which was something, it was something that was oddly enough that I remember uh, stopping somewhere. Um, they were talking about uh, legalizing prostitution in New York City. Wow. Yeah, I, I'd stopped to a couple of places while I was there, and that was a whole big discussion. Is, is this going to happen? Or, and it was kind of surreal. Um, you know, now looking back on it, <laughs> you know, maybe I didn't mean, that's, age that's, well. Yeah, and that's almost the, it's almost the same as people saying, you know, we should just legalize all drugs in this, like, that's just not that's just not how it works. You can't just do that. I mean, look how long it's taken to legalize marijuana. Maybe a long they, time, but you know, they found ways around that and and when you're talking about like hardcore drugs or you know like prostitution stuff like that, that's just stuff that's completely off like that's a whole other discussion, which flies so far under the radar given the curve. Yeah. And I think that sometimes that's why things get brought up like that. Is, yeah. You know, and, and would it curb it being illegal? I don't know. I can't say that for sure. I'm, I'm not, you know, I can't predict any of that. It can probably make it worse. I mean, who really knows? No, but that, you know what, that brings me something else is because um, Times Square, right? In New York City is a big, big area for tourists and people to be there. And they've cleaned it up, dude. Uh, like how from how it used to be in like the 70s and 80s. They've cleaned it up. Like, oh, no, I think like, there was. A, I think there was a shooting <laughs> right before I went. Um, I'm talking about like whenever you know how like back in the day in like the 70s and 80s they have like people be going to like peep shows and stuff and they have like the little theaters that they have booths and stuff. They don't have that stuff anymore. Oh yeah, they just cleaned it all up completely. It's, it's so commercial. There's an Olive Garden in there. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, um, which confuses me so much. Of I mean, I love the Olive Garden, right? 
I hope they never listen to this and ban me. But I've never been, so I can I feel indifferent. Never I, I, been? Nah, I feel like it's a bit overrated. What do you think? Since you've been there, it's it is the epitome of being average and pretending it's a little bit better. Oh, so kind of like Chili's? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> or like Apple Applebee's. God, I, <laughs> Never I, been to those places. I hate to talk bad about one of my favorite restaurants. I love going there. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> but it's one of those. It's one of those places. Like, right, you take a date to, and you hope they feel yeah. like it's fancy. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> but it's right there. It's huge. It's in mm-hmm. Times Square, and I just my mind is, why would you ever go to one of the biggest attractions in the world? Right at Times Square. And say, yes, I'm going to eat at Olive Garden. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like if you go eat at, or if you go to like a Starbucks or something, it's like, won't you go to like a famous pizza joint or something? Or, you know, yeah, something those, New those, York-ish. Yeah, right. And Or those, like a deli, an Italian deli, something like that. I mean, I don't know. That's just, that would just be me. If I'm going to Mexico, I'm not going to go try to seek out like a pizza hut or something like it just doesn't make sense dude <laughs> but so many people do and they crowd into these places and i i don't personally get it i mean i guess it's yeah well, it's comfortable like, it's like when people come visit here asking about galveston i'm like i don't go to galveston the fuck <laughs> like where's the beach so close i'm like yeah but it's nasty water everything's dirty over there <laughs> Like, we don't, I don't really see the, maybe because I've lived here too long. I don't know. Speaking of that, but that's, I guess that's the big Houston trap is when people come here and say, I want to go to NASA. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you you fly into Bush (laughs) Airport, right? And think that NASA's close by. (laughs) It's like way out there and like, no, NASA's the other way. You still got to, you know, run through. How long do you think it? How long do you think it would take to go from Bush Intercontinental to NASA? Well, let's see. From where I live to NASA, it's 30 minutes. And then from where uh, I live... The drive. we got to specify because we don't have public transportation that's going to take you there. <laughs> so then from where I live to Bush, that's give or take maybe 25 minutes. No way. No. No, there's no way. No, no, no. So I just, I just drove up there two days ago. What am I talking about? 40 minutes. Right. That sounds more accurate. So 30 to best. 40, about a good hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hour sounds right now. And then <laughs> you throw in traffic, about a good hour and a half. If there's no accidents or construction, yeah. We, uh, I don't know what I was thinking. I was thinking of something else because going up to the woodlands is what like... you thinking about going to Hobby? Four to five minutes. Hobby for Hobby's me. closer to you by for far. Me, it's uh, that see. sounds like a 20, 30 minute. Yeah, about 15, 20 from where I'm at. That's generous. <laughs> I mean, I'm in, the, I'm in the middle of everything. Like, if I'm going, like, when I used to work at these at the other location where you're at, um, the same distance from where I'm, where I'm at right now. So it's just different sides of town. So I'm like right in the middle of everything, like inside the loop. As they say, inside the loop. I'm literally the center. Uh, I'm you're at the downtown heart, you're adjacent. At the heart, you're at the heart of it. And um, no, because I feel like if you f- flew in from, if you flew into Bush, and you needed and you wanted to get to NASA, you would have to on a 
bad, depending on what time, a bad traffic day could be close to two hours yeah. of a drive. Yeah. And so forget about... I, I mean, had a cousin who came in the, uh, during the holidays. I, I'd say it was after Christmas, I think. And she ended up going to NASA, but it was on a... Was it on a Friday or a Saturday? That's still rough. I think it was a Saturday. Like, I think she came in on a Friday night, and she went Saturday morning. Oh, wow. And she was staying, I think, near where I work. I think it was, like, an Airbnb or something. And oh, okay. Because she was here f- for work or something. And yeah, because your office is much closer that direction. <laughs> to yeah. It was literally, when I found yeah. out where she was staying, I was like, oh, it's, like, right there. So, and then... The only time, of course, that I... This was at the height of COVID still. Not even two weeks after I get sick, so I was, I'm kind of suspect right now. Oh, was that the one that went to the gallery with you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I met yeah, up with yeah. her at the gallery, and of course, we were wearing the face mask. We had to, because, you know, you had to. And so we met up maybe for like a good hour, two hours tops, and uh, that was during... Was that during the week? Had to be like on a Wednesday. I think you. I think you. Oh wow! I don't know how I remember this because I remember like nothing half the time. But I think it was early in the week, so Tuesday. Yeah, or Wednesday. it had to be a Wednesday because I was already off Thursday and Friday. Um, that was a crazy, uh, crazy time. And I told her, you know, the next time you come visit, just let me know. You can probably stay with us instead of having to, you know, do the whole Airbnb thing, which is so difficult here in Houston. And oddly enough. Um, our, our public transportation when I did last go when I did go to New York I tried to take the uh, the light rail wow. as far north I took it to the farthest north station that I could go Damn. and I still had to Uber to the airport for like another 30 minutes <laughs> did you see any major attractions while you, you were up in New York this, this hasn't been the first time you've been up there right no 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 um, I stayed because I, I was working on potential options of maybe getting a job over there and um so actually i stayed in a uh, hostel right there in times square and i met up with someone that we used to work with oh okay actually uh not just apartment wise but at the facility oh gotcha gotcha i don't want to name names but no, no, uh, i'll have to tell you later <laughs> but off when when the mics were off yeah yeah um, undisclosed so I met up with him too, um, out there in New York. So I, I was, I spent a lot of time walking cause I've been there before and I was, since it was more of like a work ish type or employment type ish thing. Uh, but you know, I did, I did some of the old stuff. I, I walked through Times Square packed. This, so this was, was April. It was packed. Damn. And, uh, you got a, uh, MSG. Madison Square Garden? No, no. Yeah. Uh, I've walked past it. I've never actually been. Never been uh, in there. Yeah. I'm, that's the Mecca, man. <laughs> I, know that's, I mean, everybody from like Led Zeppelin to, you know, like Elvis, uh, Kiss, you name it. Yeah. Because I, I, when I went in April was when the restrictions just opened. Uh, so you didn't have to quarantine for two weeks. Oh. Rival. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was still trying to be careful and, and mm-hmm. play it safe. And there was still a lot of stuff closed down. So it wasn't like there was a ton of things you really could do. But even when I travel, like a lot of times I'm walking and, you know, I'm just doing my own thing. 
Uh, so I spent like a lot of time. I walked. I went to Central Park. You know, I love being there. Um, I walked. I've only I've only seen New York like in the movies, like you know, Spider Man and um, all these other movies that are based in New York. Um, it's a whole different ordeal. It's different, huh? Yeah, uh, I walked because that's that's when I was. It's all CGI'd. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, there's it's there's very specific camera angles and locations. Yeah, but Spider Man's not really flying around New York. <laughs> but I walked. I walked to. From from like Times Square area, I walked all the way down across the Brooklyn Bridge. Oh, okay. Which took me quite a while. Have uh, you been to the um, the Trade Center? Mm. No. I know. And I didn't see that was another thing too. Is I didn't. I wanted to go see. In a perfect world, when I go to New York, I want to see shows and all that. But it was still all shut down then. Uh, mm. There were no shows going on. Like uh, Radio City and. Uh, what's the other one called? No, not Radio City. Not Radio City. Apollo Theater. Yeah, it did. It, like none of that was open. None of none. You could you could get to restaurants at that point with like outdoor seating, uh, which is only what I did. Um, but yeah, even stuff like Broadway and all that uh, off Broadway shut down. Shut down completely. Yeah. So back then they weren't doing that because it was just after okay vaccines out. We're gonna loosen yeah. res- restrictions. Yeah. And all that, and yeah, so I, I didn't really get to do some of the things I wanted to do, and I keep telling people I want to go back, but that's a whole other thing is with the with Delta and still trying to be conservative. I mean, I, it's difficult to say the least right now. It's not as easy as it used to be. Yeah, and and we're still in such a hot spot. Yeah, where things it's just. I think just. Like people just wait it out till next year and see where we're not not to say, oh, yeah, you know, I can't wait. Like people were saying, we can't wait till next year. I kept thinking this whole time, like, just watch. Once people <laughs> let their guard down, we're back in the shit show. And sure enough, look what happened. Yeah. You can't let your guard down with something like this because it's just if you'd, if you'd ask me, you know, if I was a touring musician right now, let's say I was an established artist. Let's mm-hmm. say somebody let's say I was in Kiss. Right. I'm thinking really in their terms it's like okay so we have this quote-unquote farewell tour scheduled there's a guy across from here like on the top floor looking down here right at us oh really i think oh, looking God. at me I, I can't see from the hold no. On. no i think he's just kind of he's just kind of looking to see uh what we're doing i uh-huh. mean i'm just talking into a microphone i don't care i could flick him off he's over there smoking Oh, smoking a cigarette. I so. can't see from this angle. No, no, he's uh, towards the corner here. It's no big deal. He was just looking over here. But um, <laughs> so yeah, let's say I'm an established band. I'm on quote unquote farewell tour. Uh huh. You're like sec, like tenth farewell tour already. <laughs> I'm thinking like, man, and I was having this discussion with my brother yesterday, last night. It's like, okay, you have enough cash. Assuming you have enough cash, uh-huh. you see the way things are as far as the health industry here and with with the pandemic and the virus and whatever. Don't you think you'd rather be more cautious and really try to think about, you know, and that's no sounds hypocritical because I've been to a few shows already, but still it's like. Wouldn't you 
be more cautious and actually say, hey, you know what? Maybe I could just continue to use this downtime to either keep resting up because we got to remember these guys have not been at home in like 40 years. They're always right. like on the road. Right. If they're home, they're home for like two weeks. So, you know, see a lot of guys have places like this. They're never <laughs> here. They're like here two weeks and then they're gone. Right. So either that or be creative like these other artists, creating new music, putting out new, or, you know, just making new albums and just shelving them for next year, whatever. Then you have those that are just like, I don't know what it is. They just can't be at home. They got to be out there on the road, whether there's a hurricane going on or, but this is just a matter of, this is a virus that's still out there. And I would think it'd be like, you know what? I'm just going to take this time and, you know, just have a family, just be with them or just create new music or really just take a break and try to recharge the batteries or maybe take lessons like I've been doing. Re, you know, brush up on some stuff, you know, maybe play a new style, you know, do something, do something different. I don't know. I, I, I just can't, I can't think the way they're, they don't think the way I'm thinking. Cause I mean, at, at that too point, much at hand right now. Like if you're at that level, it's not even just even more about the money. It's about maintaining that lifestyle. Right. I uh, think that's what it is. I think they love you being, hit it right on the head. Yeah. Cause when you start out, right? Maybe always being on the road, you're is not it, used to it. Is uh, it more of just like, like say, like having a schedule of this person's telling you to, you're going to do this, this and that. Everything's already set for you. All that stuff. You're being chauffeured everywhere. So, yeah, you hit it right on the head. Yeah, fly around the world, do whatever you want. Hit a new city every other day. Yep. Like some of these schedules are intense. Just I'll do a show here, then flight here 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 yeah. well you I, saw the one i sent you yeah yeah that, that was that was throwing me off it was, it was like <laughs> and and you know you're going from one different climates too i think today they're like in denver it's not that hot up there way better than here <laughs> way better than here and that's a different altitude so you're going from you know humidity here in houston then you're going to vegas which is like super hot just dry right. heat to denver that's like high altitude then say you go down to Mexico, that's a whole different trip. That's nuts, dude. But yeah, it's that it's that lifestyle mentality. And that's that's why they ultimately I think a lot of these huge bands are so reluctant to cancel tours is because it's it's what they do day to day. It's not yeah. about the money. They literally lot. they would literally croak on stage before they have to cancel the show. And look, I get it. I get it. I would never wanna cancel either if you have fans that paid, you know, hard and mon- earn money to but you also have to look at, be realistic and look at the writing on the wall. Like, come on. So I feel like the ones that cancel really do take it serious in way of a whole bunch. Like, not just, I'm going to lose a bunch of money. I'm going to lose fans. I'm going to lose, like, the absolute freedom. Because, man, I wish I could have that freedom. Jump on a plane, live that rock star lifestyle. But that's the stuff you, the stuff that, you know, you, that I ever dreamed about and, that's it, but it's almost like you just... I don't think I'd ever get used to that, though. Just having the way I've been brought up, it, I would feel too... It'd be nice. I'd, I'd be more... I don't know. I'd be comfortable, but... Right. I mean, I, uh, you still have to get up at a certain time. You got to go to sleep at a certain... And all these guys, dude, right now, they're just... 
do the show and that's it. Nobody's hanging out backstage. Nothing like that. Nobody's <laughs> getting drunk or drugs or none, none of that stuff. Right. It's just do the show, get out of there. Do the show, get out of there, leave. And that's it. Man, I really feel for these artists that really that's just their livelihood. And had they taken a different route, it would be a whole lot different. But hey, that's just, you know, yeah, the ones, what it is. The ones just getting into the game or, or, or trying to gain momentum. Very, very Man, difficult. that's, yeah. You really have to be, you really have to be truly original and be very like cutting edge and be able to do do different things and adapt to different things. It's not do an album and go on tour, dude. You gotta be on social media, TikTok, whatever it is you gotta do. That's so much. <laughs> it's, it's a lot, dude. And, and that's why a lot of these people have handlers, but yeah. if you wanna have that true connection with your fans, you gotta do it all yourself. Yeah, and it's, it's yeah, a terrible timing because uh, man, even just thinking about OnlyFans. <laughs> hey if i would if i could i would <laughs> but no um hey that's uh hey i can't you know they're making money off of that so i'm like shit you know i would never do something like that but i don't know if you heard but they recently tried to cancel uh, yeah they their did. content and then they <laughs> prohibited and then i guess the band got reversed or something yeah yeah <laughs> you know you don't stop where the money comes from yeah i mean look i've always been of of the thinking of Look, as long as it's not hurting you or anybody and it's legal and you make money off of it, hey, uh, who am I to judge? It's, it's only as if it you know, doesn't interfere with any of the other stuff I just said. If it's illegal and all that, yeah, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> supporting you one bit. Not that I would support you anyways, but because, you know, I'm not. Come on. <laughs> yeah, no way. That's just me. No way to throw money out there. But yeah, that's I'm, just me. Yeah. I'm kind of happy. It's it's one of those things of adapting to a way more digital world yeah. over the past uh, year and a half-ish at this point. So, I mean, I can't fault for finding ways to do that. And that's that's something about, I guess, bands. Because uh, I, I always think, like, I, I know you love, like, being there in person for concerts and stuff like that. And I go to small band venues um, just random ones. So the idea of just having like a virtual concert, right? Because I know like you had told me some had tried. Yeah, uh, and I, I watched uh, I watched two. Yeah, there was two that I watched. No, actually three. I watched three of them. This was at the height of everything. And so to me, that just, it seems like I would feel like I'm just watching a YouTube video of the band playing right uh why not just go back to uh some concert that a band played that was recorded 10 years ago right uh, i would feel that kind of disconnect and i don't it, know it is uh but i also look at it as okay this is going on this to me is the artist still trying to keep you know that connection between artist and fan because when they did these things, they started offering like special T-shirts, uh, oh, okay, different like VIP packages where you can have like a Zoom call with the artist. Oh wow! Of course, I'm not paying five hundred dollars to Zoom with you. 
but um, I'll buy the t-shirt. That's, I don't even want to get on Zoom for my job. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. I do it enough for guitar lessons. So, right. But they do offer all that stuff, and I think that really just keeps them in line with the fans. Of oh, course, the okay. overcharging is just. I get it. You got to make a living, but god damn, you don't have to mortgage your house to, you know, to, to you know, for a meet and greet. Like, I've never been one to be starstruck, dude. To be honest, I've met a lot of these artists and celebrities over the years at these conventions and whatnot, or even like out and about, and I've never been starstruck, dude. I'm just like, you're yeah. just another human being like me. Yeah, see, I, I, cu- I couldn't imagine paying even any sort of money for uh, a meet and greet. Right. Cause like, the only, only way I've done that, the only reason I've done that is because you're either selling a book or a CD that you can actually autograph oh, and yeah, personalize to me. Okay. And I'm getting a picture with you, with the stuff. So I'm actually, I know that I'm supporting you. Just buying an autograph or whatever, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't have that kind of like sentimental value mm. to it i've i mean when like i really have to like you as an artist and i really have like to like the cd and stuff because i get most of my stuff's personalized to me i'm not gonna go online and sell it on ebay i'm i'm not that much of an asshole <laughs> see i like the i like the free random things like so like when i ran to rikishi right and i i had no idea who he was and we're like, who the hell is this <laughs> this guy? He looks he looks like he could be somebody. I, I was like, wow, this guy is really like he's really tall and big, and he's got a bunch of people with him, and he's yeah. got like a unique look, right? And, and then a whole was like, crew with him. Yeah, so it was only when Monica's like, I recognize him, and I'm like, oh, huh? Who? And then that's when I was texting you too for confirmation. Hey, do you know who this is? And and so it's so funny to me was the guy like he sat at the table behind us, right? Mm-hmm. And so Monica was like, oh yeah, that is him, that is him. And <laughs> I was just like, hey, can we get a, like I got on his Instagram too, so I saw his live feed and I saw us in the background. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? Okay, this is legit. And so I'm you, just- you, you didn't know who this guy was. No. Like, you never- But so even though, even after I knew who he was and he was in town for an event mm-hmm. and just happened to be at this, little place that i love for their turkey melts <laughs> and that's usually where they go dude they go to all these like small little they don't want to cause a scene yeah and it's just imagine going like say if we go somewhere right now and uh you know somebody like johnny depp or something goes down there there's gonna be a whole mob yeah and i was just like i i walk i when he was uh kind of packing up and wasn't like Engaged. I didn't re- interrupt him uh, with mm-hmm. him and the people he was with. But when he kind of got up and he was by himself, I'm like, hey, uh, my friend said, like, you're famous. <laughs> Would you mind taking a picture with her because she knows who you are? And he was, he was so cool about it. He was like, yeah, and yeah. And I think that's a... <laughs> I think that's the better way of doing it because if you just fanboy out, it's almost like they feel, like, so uncomfortable. They're not going to show it, but oh, I, yeah, you can yeah. almost feel that it's like like just go up to them and don't go up to them when they're eating oh yeah i, I <laughs> yeah. was i was you, you, did, you did something right because a lot of these people man it's like dude can't you see the guys eating right now wasn't there a picture of someone that was a, a picture that's been circulating recently of someone that was famous that was eating like uh 
in an outdoor venue and there was like a crowd of people like just staring at him. What the fuck? See, yeah. I'd have a problem with that because I have a problem enough with one person just like, you know, staring. When I'm eating, yeah. I want to, I'm usually off like doing, if, unless I'm out and about, whatever. <laughs> but if I'm at home, it's like, I'm just, it's just me. Like, yeah, I feel the same thing. If someone's looking at me, I'm like, why? God. But the, well, at I least we don't have to worry about being famous and all that. Yeah, I couldn't imagine. Once this podcast blows up, it's like, oh, look, it's the guy from the thing. Whatever. The, the, the guy from that podcast and his occasional guest. Side, sidekick. Okay, yeah, <laughs> occasional guest. So, have, so you never you didn't grow up watching wrestling, did you? No. Um, so that's probably why you no. didn't know him. Yeah, yeah. That's he, why I, I he's he's the one that got thrown off the uh, the hell in the cell by the Undertaker. He literally choke slammed him onto a truck. Yeah, see, and that's why I knew. But this was this was twenty years ago. This is why I knew <laughs> to immediately text you when when she said, "I think that guy looks like someone from wrestling," and I was like, "Okay, I know and the you know, perfect he, guy to text him." You know, he looks exactly the same as how he looked twenty years ago. It's not like he looks old or anything. He looks. He the same. had a yeah. He had a very specific style, like the blonde hair and. I think it's more whitish, like white uh, hair, yeah, yeah. But I, when when she said like, "Hey, I think I recognize," like I'm like, that's a very unique look for someone, and not in a bad way, but like, dude stood out, and he's like, he's a big guy. Like, yeah, yeah. If you, you know, like, say like the guys from Kiss, dude, they're like really tall. So if you see them out in a restaurant or something, you know, you'd be like, "What the hell's this guy?" Yeah, and I guess for, for some perspective, I'm like, what, five, six, maybe 150? Yeah. <laughs> you know, next to a, a re- pro wrestler. <laughs> yeah, he's the guy that used to do the stink face to yeah, right. wrestlers. I was like, Jesus Christ, I wouldn't <laughs> want to be on the receiving end of that. <laughs> and that was when, bad when, enough. I, when I looked him up on my phone, I was like... You're like, Jesus Christ. I had never... Nope, I had no previous knowledge of that. I was completely surprised. You know he's related to, right? Who? He's uh How am I supposed to know that? <laughs> he's the uh, the Rock's cousin. The that's the relation. Like that whole family's uh, him, the Rock, and like Yokozuna and all those. They're like all like cousins. Oh, that's see something that's weird too. Is like they, I don't, well, dude, they had this thing in wrestling. It just you just reminded me before we actually sign off here. I'm really trying to keep it under an hour this time. Yeah, because I was uh, about to say something. I need to say off. Mike about uh, a cousin of the rocks. <laughs> so they had this angle where somebody ran over Stone Cold Steve Austin in the parking lot. They showed it like <laughs> on a pay-per-view. Of course they didn't really ran over him, but right, right. He got run over. It was a black Lincoln, kind of like mine. It wasn't me. Um, so <laughs> that much of a fan. They had an angle where they ran him over. In reality, he was going to be out for neck surgery. Yeah. So they had to write him off TV. Sure enough, when he comes back, they're trying to figure out, like, hey, you know, we're trying to figure out who ran over Stone Cold or whatever. Right. Sure enough, you know, the Rock's in there with Rikishi. Sure enough, Rikishi was the one that was like, yeah, I did it. But he's <laughs> like, I did it. I did it for the Rock. I did it for you. It was like, what the hell? Like, why would you do that? It was this whole thing, fucking drama. You know? That's so... <laughs> Odd. I can't. <laughs> that was a drama we used to watch. Back, I used to watch back in the day, and a lot of a lot of us, the uh, young boys back then. 
Wow. <laughs> that was our uh, novella. That was our soap operas. <laughs> Just like, who ran over Stone Cold? <laughs> who the wow, fuck cares? Times, times have changed. <laughs> Nowadays, I'd be like, who the fuck cares, man? Like, I don't care, dude, honestly. Who it's, ran over Stone Cold? It's such a random thing to think about. Dude, they had this <laughs> one time. You know Mr. McMahon, right? Vince McMahon? The, right, the yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, there was one point where his daughter was appointed quote-unquote general manager of like smackdown uh-huh one of the one of the tv shows right this dude long story short he ends up having a wrestling match with her with his own daughter a father versus daughter match huh dude it was like it's like this shit they used to write back then like you got away with it too. wasn't he the one writing these things <laughs> exactly didn't he write himself into some super embarrassing, weird situations. Oh yeah, yeah. He would actually. There was one where he. There was that one. There was the one where he had. Uh, he got his head shaved, right? Yes. The when when he had the wrestlers fighting and Donald Trump was on the other guy's corner. Oh it was wow! Like the okay. battle of the billionaires and. The loser would get his head shaved, and sure enough, he lost. His guy lost. So Trump actually shaved his head and wow. him a stone cold. And uh, dude, he's had like the weirdest storylines ever. And wait, so did he actually lose to his daughter, or no? He beat her up and he won the match. Well, I... well, his wife threw in a towel. Let's put it that way. God, that is. <laughs> just... <laughs> Why write a no-win situation for yourself like that? <laughs> <laughs> it, it was just the weirdest angles that they would have back then. And back then, you would really get into it. But you look back and like, God damn. Like, and the different characters, too. Like, he's like the <laughs> typical. And that's why he's, his character went over so well. When you have somebody like Stone Cold, like, beating his ass up every day. Because <laughs> he was beating the crap out of his boss. It, it, people could relate to that. And that's why Stone Cold was so popular. Because uh. Vince was like the... You know the the bad guy, typical boss bad guy who's always okay. trying to like put down you know the good guy, and you know he'd he'd be coming out strutting and everything and um dude and then you know of course you write in the family thing dude they had a WrestleMania where they had they had a, it was like a fatal four way match and there was like a McMahon in each corner it was like the dumbest. <laughs> most weirdest thing like the rock was with vince uh big show was like with the son shane and of course stephanie was with triple h because they're both married and yeah. i think linda mcmahon had brought back uh mick foley uh it was like the weirdest thing and of course in the end uh somebody turned on somebody but it was like that's too that's too much it's like this dude it, it was a lot and nowadays you can't compare the product to what it used to be because I think people just got lazy and they're not really working in like new stars like they used to. They used to put in a lot of effort into these guys and I have building personalities. And yeah, that. yeah, because yeah. everybody had their own thing. Like not everybody was good on the mic. You only had people like Austin or like The Rock or Chris Jericho that could just. You don't even have to give them a script. And see, I I never even watched wrestling, but I recognize. Yeah those names yeah. and like some incidents it's over the past however many years yeah. since way back then i 
couldn't tell you. Yeah, and I mean, you know who Stone Cold is, right, The Rock. Yeah. I mean, he transitioned to movie. Even John Cena, who's into movies oh, now, yeah, yeah. And he's his own thing. So everybody had their unique characters. You know, nobody was ever the same. The Undertaker, who's there for like a hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> but any contemporary wrestlers, I would probably be like, who? Uh. If you'd ask me right now and you'd show me, I'd be like, I don't know who this guy is. I know maybe a few that are old timers that are still there, but. I couldn't tell any like WWE specifically. I couldn't tell you. It's just too like. I stopped watching that in. I stopped watching religiously in 2007. That's like, that was when I was done. Like just high school. Just I just took a turn. Like music yeah, I, and girls, and that was it. <laughs> I was about to say this is a product of like early 2000s. That times have changed. <laughs> well, yeah, no, it's a. That's that was when it was really hot. Like. From late nineties to early two thousands, that was when I was all in. Like every Thursday, every Friday, you know, I didn't have cable, so I couldn't watch Monday Night Raw. So. <laughs> the video games, you name it. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, wow. But yeah, that was a uh, Rikishi and his uh, his whole character, and you know, he helped The Rock take out Austin. I'm like, why would you do that, dude? It's like almost like I'm a part of all of this. It all it all comes full circle, dude. Just you know, if you ever see him pull up in a Lincoln, you know, run because he might try to run you over or something. He doesn't need a car to destroy me. That's a big dude. I know. It's just, but yeah, that's just weird. I, I don't think I've ever. No, you know what? I, I ran into Booker T one time at a Hooters. Uh, he was there, oddly enough, doing a signing, and so he was cool enough to. Uh, take a picture and whatnot. I think he was promoting his wrestling school at that time. Huh. He has a wrestling school in Clear Lake. Clear Lake or Texas City? Oh, no way. Yeah. Clear Lake. Oh, what, what it was Clear based Lake? in Clear Lake. I think it's Texas City now. Or maybe I got that wrong. Those are two. Well, they're two different. They're close ish. Because for the longest, I, I think it was in Clear Lake for the longest. And then they moved to Texas City. Huh. Where's the world gym located at? Is that in Clear Lake? Or? I feel so bad because I'm from there. I'm just beating <laughs> up time right now. <laughs> World Gym. This is, this oh, is okay, the after so the show. That's Texas City. Okay, yeah, that's, yeah, south, okay. that's so, even south. I don't know why I said more south. Well, they used to have a lot of events out in Clear Lake, so that's why. Which makes sense because Texas City is just a bit south, uh, down 45 from Clear Lake. Booker T. Man, that's another uh, Houston native. If he ever decides to run for mayor, he's got my vote. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> he's got my vote. So, yeah, man, wrestling is it's come a long way. And now they have a different company called AEW. Wow. That's where everybody's flocking to. If you know, like Sting or some all those dudes, Jericho and all those guys, they're all over there now. So that's like the big what WWE once was. And some people even joke about it. They were like, yeah, you know, that's like WCW all over again. Because that was the two main brands back in the day. You had like Goldberg and all those other guys. Hmm. But nowadays, like I said, you know, things change. Yeah, I can't sit down and actually watch. I'll sit down and watch like stuff that's archived like I did last weekend on like Peacock TV. Like the nostalgia. Yeah, yeah, just to go yeah, back yeah. and review. I'm like, I never watched this pay-per-view before. Let me go watch it again. Or I remember when this came out and I was watching it on VHS. 
I'm like, damn, that's been <laughs> so damn long already. Jeez. Wow. Like in your house, 1997, Undertaker <laughs> versus Shawn Michaels. Uh, what do they used to build it as? Cold Day in Hell or something like that. Such an intense memory of all these. Dude, I know. Uh, what was the other one called? Events. SummerSlam, Highway to Hell, and there was another one, In Your House, uh, British Invasion, uh, Canadian Stampede. I think they had all the Canadian wrestlers. It was just <laughs> creative times. This is such a... Whenever you talk... I, I enjoy when people talk about things that they're interested in because they're like, I have no idea. You're like, what the hell? What did I miss out on? It's, it sounds ex- like you make it sound exciting. <laughs> like I missed my childhood because of it. In house. Uh, what was the other one called? Uh, oh, no, no. The one they did was Ground Zero. That's what they called it. In your house, Ground Zero. Huh. Ground Zero. <laughs> wow. And, dude, those arenas would fill up. Because in between, I think Undertaker was, like, the big star at that time. Like, mid-90s. So it was him and, the, you know, Shawn Michaels was like the bad guy. So there was always like different people coming and going. Crowds are so hyped. Dude. I, 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 the last wrestling show I went to was 2016. Really not my thing. That's when I realized I was like, this is not my crowd. Even in 2012, I already knew that. I was like, this ain't it. Like. There's people chanting for Cena, and I'm seeing, I'm chanting against them, and they're looking at me crazy, like what? Like, I, I was, like, I was more one of those always, like, you guys know this is not real, right? <laughs> and exactly, <laughs> I just, it was not my thing. Exactly, <laughs> you know this ain't real, right? <laughs> like, yeah, but well, dude, you got, you there got hardcore so... fanatics, dude, and then so many that did buy into it. Dude, it was like, oh, man, I can't believe uh, John Cena lost the belt last night. I can't wait for his, like, what are yeah. you talking about, dude? This ain't a boxing match. Like, <laughs> this ain't a real, like, ultimate fighting, whatever. And even that stuff I kind of grew out of already, too. It's just too much. But this, I mean, yeah, I guess it, it's all relative in the time period. Can't believe he lost the belt and he's going to get his revenge. And uh, whenever, like, the Divas would wrestle as well, it was, I was like, what? Oh my god, that just reminds me of all those super awkward bra and panties. Oh matches. my god, you can't you can't do that anymore. That oh cannot wow. do that anymore. Yeah, they could. They man, did those even exist that long? Well, I think they stopped doing that once they went PG. So this had to be like maybe mid two thousands. Oh wow, yeah. So I, I caught a. a good amount of it <laughs> i got lucky i never seen i never actually seen one i only heard of it and it's like the only way to win if you strip your opponent down it's like what yeah i just <laughs> the idea of it i guess i don't even know like where i first heard of it or i had seen some some kind of advertisement about it i was just like this is this will not fly in today's culture <laughs> Yeah, uh, wow. Uh, but even then, like I guess, it lost its appeal and everything. Yeah, it had but to it be. probably brought a ton of money, right? It had to be after two thousand seven because, from like ninety nine to about two thousand seven, each year they'd have a different diva posing for Playboy. Yeah. Dude, that brought them a lot of cash. After that, they haven't done it since. 
it's just huh. it's just gone like i get it culture changes and you know things change dude they got to change and you know for for in 2021 you know you look at the women's wrestling now to what it used to be dude these girls are flying in the air they're pulling off these moves that you're like i can't even do that shit i don't think i've ever seen a women's wrestling match uh, if you watch one nowadays you'd be like damn these girls are gonna get hurt like flying off like you know doing flips and stuff before it was it was very it wasn't as um what am i trying to say here it wasn't as the ath- not to say they weren't athletic before but as I think a, they're more, I think it's more like them being more agile now and more like, you wouldn't see them doing the moves they did do now back then. I feel like they're being taken more seriously. Nowadays, yeah. Yeah. Nowadays <laughs> they are. And you even have people like Ronda Rousey coming in and uh, all these um, f- uh, female fighters that used to fight that are now wrestling and kind of going back to your thing is like you do know this is not real right <laughs> it's but everything I mean, that goes full circle on something there was one way. guy that said it's still real to me damn it <laughs> it's like a famous video clip that went up and i was like it's not real i mean to a certain extent the injuries are real but a lot of it's not it's just like the great patrice o'neill said stunt men who can act Right, yeah, because otherwise you end up with uh, that huge trend of backyard wrestling. Oh, my God, dude. (laughs) And people getting... I mean, obviously, you you can't recreate these moves and not (laughs) demolish someone. No. Wow, I just... I forgot about that entirely. That was a thing. Is it still a thing? Backyard wrestling, I'm sure it is. Like, backyard uh, fighting. I'm sure it is. I, I used to. They used to sell all those videos at a. They had a store at Pasadena Mall. Hmm. Ooh, I'm dating myself. <laughs> but they used to sell a bunch of that stuff, like. Not like boot. Well. Okay, you know how at flea markets. I don't know how. I haven't been to a flea market in a long time. Okay. But the ones I used to frequent, they'd have you know the section where you have like the. Mexican bands and CDs uh-huh. and all that. And on the TV, they would always have cockfighting. <laughs> and they'd be selling those videos of cockfighting. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, what? I don't even know if they still do that. But I doubt it. Uh, I feel like that's only something you get away with very, very locally nowadays. Probably. Yeah, nowadays Probably. I think it'd be too immediately noticeable of people saying, hey, um, animal abuse... Uh, but I think even this was like from it was like being brought from Mexico because they put like music over it and stuff oh, okay. and, then, and then they would throw in like you know the bull riding and stuff like that so kind of like rodeo type of stuff but you would have the cockfighting in there too like I don't think that's but you used to see it there it was more right open so yeah anywho yeah. I think uh, <laughs> we can end it with that Wow, weird, and then just wrap it up. Weird place to end. Such <laughs> off the rails. Flea market and wrestling and <laughs> backyard wrestling and <laughs> PG and whatnot. But anywho, true. This was a lot of fun, Mark. We got to keep doing this uh, oh, yeah. more frequently now that you know. 
Whatever. Well, give me a post on the revamp. Oh, yeah, that's coming soon, sooner than expected. So, again, (laughs) for people that do want to go back and check out the episodes on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts, exactly. um, Twitch. The Hangout (laughs) Podcast with Juan Hernandez at twitch.tv slash Juan underscore A underscore Hernandez for video game needs. It's all there. Lately, we haven't gotten any wins in Call of Duty. That's just been very disappointing. I've been very frustrated. (laughs) I'll have to to go back and see. Oh, dude. (laughs) Lately, I've been going off the rails in that game. Like, when I get killed, I've been going off like, what the fuck? And how? And why? And all that person's cheating. And like, it's just for entertainment purposes. Yeah, plug your podcast again, not your gaming. (laughs) <laughs> and then through the game and if he's like oh don't forget to check out the podcast so follow me on twitter at juan underscore a underscore h and i believe that's it anything you want to plug ah oh, no no i'm good it's all good undisclosed so maybe eventually i'll let you off your success that's fine <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys tuning in for another episode of the hangout podcast thank you mark for having me over once again thanks and we'll see you next time bye